Hello, 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 and welcome back to an all-new episode of The Darius Show. For today's episode, another offbeat topic for you guys, I want to talk about bucket lists. Now, I personally have had a running bucket list for the last about five years now, and I think that bucket lists are really important. I think that they challenge you to do things that you might not do otherwise. I think the history of bucket lists are important, and the purpose of this conversation is really to convince you whoever's listening to this, to make your own bucket list. Do it now. Run run over and do it. Don't waste any more time. But yeah, that's going to be the topic of this discussion, guys. Uh, without further ado, let's roll the intro and dive right on in. It's the Darius Show, y'all already know. Drop your booty to the floor, come give me some more. It's the Darius Show. It's the Darius Show. Now, bucket list is a term that I think everybody would know, but for the sake of defining it, a bucket list is a list of all things that you want to do before you die. Now, I was really curious where this term came from and how long its history has existed. I assume that it predated me by far, but in my research, it seems that the word itself actually came into existence with the film by the same name. This is The Bucket List. It's starring Morgan Freeman. Uh, you guys have probably seen this movie. It, it follows around a character who is close to his own death. And, and in loom of his nearing death, he creates a list of things he wants to do before he dies. And the movie explores him trying to accomplish those tasks. This film is written by Justin Zackham. And it seems like he has coined this phrase in his own screenplay of this movie. This movie came out in 2007. I really expected this to, to the concept of a bucket list to be a, a lot longer. I don't know. I feel like I've been using the phrase myself for a long time, but it seems like this phrase has only been around for, you know, just a decade and a half or so. Very interesting. Now, the phrase itself is a play on words. You know, when people kick the bucket, that's a common term for passing away or dying. And, you know, so in terms of kicking the bucket, your bucket list is everything you want to do before you kick the bucket. Makes sense, right? Now, there's actually a little interesting story I see here uh, while researching this. Uh, Zach Am, the creator of The Bucket List, in his own life, he created a list of things that Justin wants to do before he kicks the bucket. He later then shortened that phrase to Justin's bucket list, and the first item on his list was to have a screenplay produced into a major Hollywood studio film. Uh, after a time, it occurred to him that the notion of a bucket list itself would be great fodder for a film. And the rest is history. Interesting origins, certainly. Now, me personally, I've you know been exposed to the concept of a bucket list throughout my life. But the time at which it really came true to me was when the TV series The Buried Life on MTV came out. I was about 12 years old at the time. And the concept was simple. Four friends hop in a van and travel the world. And together they have a list of all the things they want to do before they die. And they essentially travel the world doing that. For every one thing that they do on their list, and for everything that they cross off, they help a stranger cross something off of their on their list. The concept is great. You can still go back and actually watch The Buried Life. I think it's on Paramount, the streaming service, Paramount TV. Uh, this series was great. It, I, it was, it's really fun seeing people, you know, yearn after their adventures and do anything that they can to, you know, live a wild life and do every, you know, all those crazy things that you think you'll never get the chance to do. Seeing people actually seek those out and do whatever it takes to do it is great entertainment. And seeing them help strangers do something on their bucket list is very heartfelt as well. 
Now, so ever since I watched that series, you know, it really stuck with me. I remember thinking about it. It really, I feel like that series had a, a, a core effect on me in terms of my approach to my life. You know, those feelings would, that would drop the seed within me years later for the team at Yes Theory to pick up. When I was about 20 years old, Yes Theory came on my radar on YouTube. And what they were doing was not too dissimilar. And I think that they even quoted The Barry Life a few times in their early videos as well. And, you know, they're all about seeking discomfort and saying yes to the things in front of you. It's not as ridiculous as Yes Man, but it is uh, It is about putting yourself out of your comfort zone and saying yes to things that you might not initially say yes to just because you're afraid of them. Yes Theory is a great channel. They've grown in, in immense popularity since then. They've become like a megalith corporation in and of itself. But really what they were, it was simple as well. You know, four people doing crazy stuff. They you know, go run nude on a beach or, you know, go jump out of a helicopter with a stranger, all, all these crazy types of things. So all, all of the, you know, after watching their videos for a year, I sat down and I said, you know what, what is my bucket list? You know, if you ask me what are some things I want to do before I die, I could probably come up with a few answers here or there, but I never actually compiled a list to do that. And so I sat down and I did that. You know, at first I only had about 10 items on my list. Simple stuff, right? Uh, different places I wanted to travel to. Uh, I put go skydiving on that list. You know, various small things like that. And what I started to do was I found that bucket lists are a great conversation topic. <laughs> I actually remember what really challenged me to find more things on my list is that was my opening line on anybody I swiped right on on Tinder. Whenever I had a match, I say, what are 10 things that you have on your bucket list? And of course, they would ask the same and vice versa. So that's what really got my wheels turning. Over time, I slowly added, you know, thing by thing to my list. And soon I found I found that I have over 50 things on my list. So when I turned about 21, that's when I decided to do everything on my list that I possibly can. And literally with the utmost important every day off that I have, whatever is attainable for me to do on that list to tackle it as quick as possible. Soon after that, my ideology behind my bucket list was that I should always be adding things and I should check my bucket list often to kind of keep me on track. Now, the way that I look at this is very similar to a manifestation board or mood board, whatever you call it, manifestation in general. You know, the concept that you that you speak out your intentions into the universe and that gets you at least a little bit closer to taking care of those actions that need to happen to get you to reach those goals. Now, I'm not I'm not getting too woo-wah with the idea of manifestation, how it really works like on a on a grander level. But I do think that on a, on minimally uh, stating your goals, uh, checking in with your goals is certainly going to help you get closer to those goals than if you hadn't done that otherwise. At the very least, making your own bucket list is a fun and exciting thing to do. It helps you see what your goals and aspirations are in life and kind of keep you on track for the type of things that you enjoy. I do think that it's also a healthy exercise to not get too bogged down in being goal-oriented in the things that are just right in front of you. Uh, everyone's lives are busy, everyone's lives are crazy, and it's easy to get bogged down in the hamster wheel of life. But creating a list like this uh, not only checks in with what your personal goals and hobbies and aspirations are, but it also gives you an opportunity to remove yourself kind of from the hamster wheel of life and, and just focus up on kind of more the more fun things and those aspirations that so often just get pushed to the side and that we never end up doing. 
Now, at the end of this conversation, I'm going to list out all the things I've crossed off of my bucket list and lay out a lot of things that I still have yet to do just to give you guys an idea of where I'm at with that. But for now, I want to talk a little bit more about the concept in general. Now, obviously, as I defined earlier, uh, a bucket list comes from the term kicking the bucket. So intrinsically, the concept is kind of tied to death, right? Um, I would like to remove that stigma personally. I think that it could use a good rebranding opportunity. Um, I do, you know, of course, it is helpful to view it under the lens of before we die, but I don't think it needs to be uh, so dark. And what, what I mean by that is I think that having a bucket list is a great opportunity to kind of look at our mortality. Intrinsic in creating that list is admitting that we all will die, a truth that is relevant for everyone here, obviously. But it's also kind of a healthy way to acknowledge that, you know, it, it's a truth that we all know intrinsically, of course, but it's not something that we often choose to think about. Me personally, it's something that makes me very uncomfortable thinking about my death, how that would affect my loved ones and thinking about my loved one's death and how that would affect me. It's something that uh, can really give me a lot of anxiety and negative emotions. This is a healthy exercise. This is this allows you the opportunity to kind of uh, attach some positive emotions to the concept of death. Before I die, these are all the wonderful things I want to experience here on planet Earth with my loved ones or just in general before I'm out of here. I do think that bucket lists are also, I think that it's something that we've been doing within our humanity forever, right? I mean, at the end of the day, a bucket list is just, um, you know, a sublimation of all your hopes and aspirations. It's very hopeful, you know, uh, it's it's not it wouldn't be a stretch to say that humanity is built upon hope and that things can get better and striving for a better tomorrow for your children, for yourself, uh, for the planet, etc. Um, I think that we've always as long as humanity has had society, we've always looked up into the stars and dreamed of what can be tomorrow or what what could we potentially do? What what you know what you know, just dreaming of tomorrow. Uh, I don't want to get too bogged down into the, the language of it all, but. There is something, I think, very uh, vital within us that does like to aspire, that likes to dream, to think about all the opportunities that we can accomplish within our lifetime. One thing I really like about bucket lists, and as I've challenged friends of mine to make their own and see the differences and overlap and values, you know, of course, it, it it's very effective to to aspire to specific like career-oriented goals or let's say money goals or anything like that, right? But what's really fun is to think about the smaller goals that are on that list. Learn how to knit, you know, or have a great relationship with my siblings, something like that. You know, there are, you don't, not every goal on your bucket list has to be something like hiking Kilimanjaro or something like that, right? It's awesome to have those bigger goals on your list, but I do think it's important to focus on the smaller things, the smaller, more attainable things as well. To kind of ground yourself, you know, if you're always shooting for the stars, if you're not always meeting those goals necessarily, it can give you a sense of disappointment. And it life isn't about checking off all the major milestones. It's about everything, you know. So I do, th I like that aspect of it as well. When you see some of the smaller, maybe even silly goals on people's lists. When I list out my list, you'll see... <clears throat> I have things that are absolutely crazy and I have things that are super casual that you can get done in a day, but they're all things that I want to incorporate into my life. I did touch on the overlap between bucket list and let's say manifestation as it exists in our current society. Um, I want to dive into that a little bit more. I do think it's interesting that 
you know, bucket lists kind of were a fad thing. But, you know, as I asked the people around me, people might say they have items on their bucket list, but it's very rare that I meet somebody that physically has a list. Um, <laughs> I, I know it's silly. And but, you know, these things that we think about, they might be these intangible goals, but you might not even think about this goal of yours for months to years at a time just because who who has the the brain space to think about all of that stuff at the same time especially if it's a goal that might not be quickly accomplishable right um what's interesting is not that m many people don't really have bucket lists at least not that i've encountered but what people do have are mood boards or other tools that they use for their manifestation journals whatever it is and i think that it is pretty much the same thing obviously the difference here being um how much weight you you apply to the practice of it um i sometimes disagree with the overall effect of um or i guess the diagnosis of manifestation mood boards and everything like i said before i do think that objectively it does get you closer to accomplishing your goals than not practicing it but to assert that there's anything um i guess spiritual or powerful motivated behind it outside of that practice uh, i don't necessarily agree with now if you just tweak that a little bit, you know, adjust it in just a slightly different reframing kind of way, I think a bucket list is a lot more of an approachable concept to accomplish the exact same thing. You know, uh, everybody knows what a bucket list is. It's very easy to create a list. And I think it's a fun hobby to do as well, just to compare and contrast it with other people. You know, this is a real time idea, but you guys might have heard of Letterboxd, right? It's like a social media for reviewing movies. You know, you kind of list out your favorite movies and you can see how everybody felt about certain movies and TV shows on Letterboxd. Same thing for bucket list, right? Not. Why not? You know, I'm going to trademark this idea right now. So anybody listening to this knows that I thought of it first. But uh, bucket list social media. Why not? Right. Uh, you can go check out other people's pages. You can see what their lists are. It's a great way to see somebody's goals and aspirations. Even I think it'd be a, a great thing to include on a dating profile. Hey, here's the link to my bucket list. Here's the things I've done. Here's some things I want to do. I think it's a cool window into someone's personality. I might try to do something with that. I think that's a pretty cool idea. Also, for those type A listeners out there, people who are very goal-oriented and like to get things done and feel productive, let me tell you, when you've done some things on your bucket list and you can go back and see all the ones that you've crossed off, it's a very satisfying feeling. I love to see the check marks next to all the items on my list grow and grow. It makes me very happy. Quick disclaimer before I list out my personal bucket list. A lot of these things are pretty wild. Uh, a lot of them are pretty silly as well. Um, I do think that the nature of everyone's bucket list is personal. Uh, you know, you shouldn't be comparing your goal line based on anybody else's. It should just be a reflection of the things that you would like to do. Um, some of the things I did add to my list retroactively, they weren't necessarily something that I could have seen myself doing, but it was a really cool thing that I'm excited that I got to do. And so I added it to my list retroactively. And I think that that's fair game as well. What even even just in the, the value that it can bring to me in terms of me just looking back at all the cool things I've done, it's also a really healthy exercise in terms of just being appreciative for all the experiences I've had the opportunity to get to experience in my life. You know, even removing the concept of the bucket list itself, it's just a great way to remember all those things. And, you know, everyone feels down here and there. And when I need to pick me up, it's nice to look at it and say, wow, I really did all of that. I'm not even 25 yet. And I think that you guys will be impressed with some of the things on this list. But without further ado, here are the things on my bucket list that I have crossed off. At the end, I'll list the things that I have not yet done. 
skydiving go skydiving i did that on my 20th birthday with my buddies and i can tell you for a fact that i would not have done that if it weren't for me thinking about this concept in general of course skydiving would be something that i've always just wanted to do but actually getting out and doing it and getting a team of people together was specifically because i wrote it down and it was something that i can cross off go backpacking i did that with my friends it was nothing crazy we did a like a four-day backpacking trip it was the hardest thing i've ever done it was really awesome be a vegan. Uh, now this one, I, I measure the goal, st- the goalposts myself on this one. I was a vegan for about 33 days. I've also tried it on multiple other occasions for varying times. Um, for me, it was just doing it for an X amount of time to say that I did experience that diet. And me personally right now, I'm a flexitarian. And so I will say that was a impactful experience for me in terms of moving forward. I do kind of have a greater appreciation for plant-based meals and lean in that direction. Go on a cruise. Done that a few times now. Let's see here. See the Northern Lights. I got to do that while I was living in Alaska. Awesome opportunity. Go snowboarding. Uh, got to do that just a couple of years ago. It's really awesome. Ride on a TV. Excuse me. Ride on an ATV. Uh, learn to juggle. That one was a challenging one, and it took me a while, but I mastered it. I can confidently juggle now. Uh, learn how to play keyboard. Um, I'm not great on the piano, but I can do a few songs and I can create little jingles here and there. I probably couldn't hop in any freestyle band or anything like that, but I, I like to have fun on my keyboard. Uh, learn how to play the drums. That's on there as well. Uh, I'm probably a little bit better on the drums than I am the keyboard, and I honestly enjoy it a lot more. I just seldom get the opportunity to play on the drums as much as I do my little keyboard here. Let's see here. Go streaking. Got to do that with a few of my buddies of mine. That's a interesting story for another time. Tend a bar. I was a bartender for 10 months and super awesome opportunity. Honestly, the most fun job I've ever had. Uh, get a tattoo, uh, in parentheses, on my ass preferably. Now, I fell a little bit short on that because it's not on my ass. It is actually on my ankle, but yeah. Go to a nude beach. I had to do that one alone. Nobody wanted to go with me. I had to do a solo adventure for that. Uh, that was an interesting one to say the least make a podcast, something I'm very proud to say I have done. And as if you're listening to this right now, you already know how that's going. Do a stand-up set. I've gotten a, gotten the opportunity to do this about three different times now. One time I got literally booed. I, I, they literally told me to get off. Uh, and the other two times went fairly successfully. Uh, that's something I would like to do again. Learn how to skip rocks. Uh, I, I learned how to do it, and now I'm probably the definitive champ at rock skipping. Try my life. I bet I'll beat you. Go karaokeing. Go, or I guess do karaoke. Go ziplining. And the rest are all destination-based ones, and I do think those are all really awesome. But if I were to lay out all the destinations I've been to and all the destinations I want to go to, I'll be here all day. Uh, that's like a whole separate list for me. It's all the different travel destinations and I, realistically, I want to go pretty much everywhere. There's not a place on this planet that I wouldn't like the opportunity to experience for myself, but um, there are the ones that I that are more priority for me, and so that's how kind of my list works for that. But yeah, that's everything I have checked off for now. Um, these, I will say, even going through this, there's just some awesome things I've gotten to do, and a lot of these are really accessible. I mean, going skydiving, you could do it for 150 bucks. I mean, anyone can do it, especially if you live in Florida like myself. It's a great skydiving location. I think that it's something that a lot of people say they want to do, but a lot of people don't get around to actually doing it. Learning to juggle, learning to knit, those are things that anyone can do. 
Um, a lot of these are really accessible. None of them are particularly expensive. Of course, I do personally have some financial stability, uh, privilege, freedom that I am able to accomplish a lot of these. But I, I will say a lot of these uh, are, I think you'll find if you write your list out yourself, there's a lot of them that you could get done. You just have to go do it. All right. What are some things on my list that I have not gotten around to? I will say a lot of these are fear-based. Um, some of them are a little bit financial-based, but I, I'd say a lot of them are just lack of fear and, or excuse me, too much fear. Uh, they're all ones that I would like to do within the next coming year, though. So uh, scuba dive. I have not been scuba diving. I've been snorkeling, but I have not been scuba diving yet. Uh, naked yoga. I've not taken a <laughs> naked yoga class. I know that's a bit of a weird one. A uh, hot air balloon. I would love to take a ride in a hot air balloon. I want to learn sign language. That's not something I've fully learned yet. I know my alphabet and I know a few words here and there, but I would like to actually learn or at least learn uh, a decent level of it that I can communicate with people that way. Pick up a stranger's bill. Plant a garden. This one, I'm not sure if I'll be able to do. This is kind of like a, a pipe dream one, but it's something I've wanted to do since I was a small kid. If I get the opportunity, I certainly will. But that is Healy in the White House. You guys know Healy's, right? Wheels on the bottom of your shoes. Yeah, I still have an adult pair. They're still fun to use. But if I ever get the opportunity to go to the White House, I think I'm going to do that one. Let's see here. Heli jump, which is uh, bungee jumping out of a helicopter. Regular bungee jump. I have done neither of those things. I want to make a movie. That's something I plan on doing. I don't know when I'm going to do it, but I'm going to make a movie. I don't care to what scale that movie exists, but mark my words, I will do that. Cliff diving, run a marathon, crash a party, whitewater rafting, bioluminescent night kayaking. That one looks really cool to me. I'm, I, I should do it because it's only like 30 minutes from where I live and it's only like $45, so there's no reason not to do it and hike the Appalachian Trail. That's a huge one for me. At one point, I actually had even started planning what it would be like for me to do that. Due to the circumstances at the time, I didn't have the opportunity to do that. This is like a multi-thousand dollar investment and multiple month investment. To If you want to do the full thing, people take six months, if not more, to do it. I could do a portion of it. I do want to experience it on some level. Um, yeah, that's a big one for me. I don't know when I'll get the opportunity to do that because, again, it's financial and it takes a lot of time, but I do really want to do that one. I want to learn how to worm. The worm is the coolest dance. I mean, I got to learn how to do that. I also want to see a whale. I want to walk on like fire coals, you know, like when you walk on like those hot stones. I want to do that. I really want to take the first flight out one day. That's where you just show up to the airport and buy the first flight available. The first seat you can go anywhere, just go. Like, not know where I'm going, have a backpack, and then get there within that same day. I really want to try that one day. I want to be a DJ one day, you know, DJ an event. That sounds really cool. I also want to host something, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I'll be a host, like host a comedy night or something like that. I want to do that, like a MC. This one is a personal challenge one. Uh, this one's been on my list almost the longest as well. I've had it on there almost longer than anything else, but I haven't gotten the opportunity to do it yet, and that is... Uh, be a nude model for an art class. Now, this, listen, I'm not getting my jollies off to being naked in front of people. In fact, that makes me really uncomfortable. The idea behind this one is to challenge myself to get really comfortable with my naked body and gain that self-confidence. It was also the same idea about going to a nude beach. 
Um, I've kind of worked through a little bit of the body confidence issues that I've carried within myself, but this one I think would be the the cream of the crop to really put myself out there. So I want to do that one day, <laughs> and I want to go to a hot springs. I think that'd be really awesome. <laughs> But yeah, that's just about everything on my list. I don't know what you guys thought about that. <laughs> Some of that was a little personal, but you know, that that's my list. And uh, I hope that this podcast actually sparks more conversation. I hope that my friends all make lists because I'd love to compare the different lists that you have. I want to see what you get up to. I want to see what you want to do. Let me see those goals and aspirations. But yeah, in closing, I do think that bucket lists are awesome, as I've clearly made the argument for um, if you're listening to this and you don't have a bucket list, I really do challenge you to, you know, take 10 minutes, take 10, 20, 30 minutes, whatever it is to sit down and really write out a list. Use it as an opportunity to reflect on what's important to you, uh, what your aspirations are and what you've already accomplished. I think it's a really good idea to reflect on your values and your goals, you know, identify what those important milestones that you want to accomplish in your life are. But yeah, that's going to bring our conversation for a close. Um, the, the parting words I will leave you with is that I love you and what do you want to do before you die? Bye.